25 lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. Got to get paid, paid, paid. I got 25 lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. Got to get paid, paid, paid. I got 25 lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. Got to get paid, paid, paid. I got 25 lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Eli. And I'm Nico. And this is Two Mo's and a Mic, episode 7. Back, back for the final episode of season 1. Yeah, so thank you Jeez. everybody for uh, sticking around. Really appreciate it. Uh, just joining on joining us on this journey, you know. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it's, it. It's been a while since our last episode. We yeah. But a lot of stuff has been happening. We've been trying to, you know like we said, like learn about stuff. So we, we're here trying to educate ourselves about what's happening and make sure we're putting out the best information possible and best debates. So, yeah. Pretty much that. And for today, we have a very special guest. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, guys. I'm Anna Parr-Jordan. I just graduated from Wilson, class of 20. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming on the show today really appreciate Thanks it for having me yeah for sure um and then nico do you want to kind of tell us tell everyone what we're going to be talking about today yeah so uh just before we start today um we are going to be having like a difficult conversation it's something that a lot of people don't really want to talk about but it's a conversation that needs to be like happen so we're yes. going to be talking about uh sexual assault and what we've seen in the past couple weeks and what we've learned and what we need to learn from there. So we are going to put, you know, a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode, just in case, you know, people don't feel comfortable going on with this. Just eat. Yeah. 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 But, um, like Nico mentioned, you know, um, yeah, we're still trying to understand everything and it would be very, very, very wrong and wild of us to have like a whole episode on sexual assault, without actually having a girl here. So that's why we have Anna. Um, just because it, yeah, it just wouldn't make sense, you know, to have boys trying to preach about this <laughs> shit. So um, that's why she's here. If you guys aren't wondering, you know, get the expert. But Nico's going to kick it off with some global news, I think, or a little bit of that. And then we'll start talking about the sexual assault allegations and then the DC Safe Space Instagram. Okay, we're going to start it off. As many of you know, it was 4th of July yesterday, so anybody who was out there celebrating in red, white, and blue, kindly go. It's like a Fuck day. yourself. Um, other than that, uh, we've seen a lot in D.C. lately um, from the fireworks that... So there's a lot of theories going around about who is supplying these fireworks. <laughs> Personally, I believe it's the government, but... Who am I to say? Um, but there's been yeah, a lot these of are some, These are some state-sanctioned fireworks. <laughs> yeah, these don't are. These, um, <laughs> like... you would think, you think all, you think, like, enough, I mean, these are, like, systematically gone, going off at the same time for a long period of time. Who the, who our age has enough money for that? Like, yeah, like shit, though. Yeah. That, 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 those are thousands, <laughs> that's thousands of dollars of fireworks. Facts. And they're, like, the like, illegal was, ones, and they're big as shit. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's super fucking illegal. Like in New York, it's extremely legal just because like the you know the density of Specs. New York City. But they're just going yeah. off all the time, and I'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's not. No, that's yeah, it's crazy. Um, but that, but yeah, to be that's... clear, it's like it ha- it's the theory is that like police are buying all of these with you know their billions of dollars. They're able to spend a couple a couple bands on fireworks easily. Uh, so they're buying them and they're just selling them to black and brown kids for like 20 bucks. Yeah. Putting it into, like, you know, yeah. Crazy. Drowning the, the, the community in it. Like Not they're using the crack everywhere. tactic. Yeah. That's, yeah <laughs> and I think they were trying to play it off. Like black people were just that excited about June yeah. to set that many fireworks off and spend that much money. And you, you saw the stuff about the firefighters that they saw. I don't, I forget where it was, but. There was a video of like firefighters sitting off like a bunch of fireworks, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's all, it's all and you see, I mean, there's like images on Twitter and it's like a whole bunch of buff, stocky guys in all black coming out of an SUV full of fireworks. 
Mm. Or you at or like other Twitter, yeah. I've seen other tweets and it's like I asked these I saw these brown kids with a whole bunch of fireworks. I asked them where they got it from and they said some white dude in an SUV sold them to me for like forty bucks. Oh facts. Like, that's, that's yeah. thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's Damn, I definitely would have bought that too though. Yeah, no, obviously. But it's just such an easy way to be like, oh well look, the black people, we have to go arrest them now. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, damn, basically. Damn. Yeah. Um also uh yesterday, unfortunately, it's very sorry I'm very sorry to hear that um an eleven year old boy was shot and killed last night in mm-hmm. southeast DC um during Fourth of July. Um it was really just it was during an anti violence like cookout and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was a the council member, uh Trayon White, he was holding a fourth of uh fourth of July event like to watch the fireworks and like some guy pulled up, you know. Off some beef that had obviously nothing to do with the kid. Crazy. And, yeah. So, condolences out to the family. You know, prayers out. That's super sorry. Like, so sorry. Like, so sad. Um, But in other news, um, in Hong Kong. Wait, hold on, hold on. Did you say that kid, that boy was 11? Yeah, he was 11 yes. years old. He was 11. He was 11 years old, bro. 11 <laughs> years old. Like that, that hurts my heart. Fool, like, think about that, bro. Really difficult to wrap my mind around. Yeah. Yes, bro. Eleven years it's old. Like, I just can't yeah. even fathom that. Like, just not like just having your life cut short that early, bro. Yeah. That's it's just crazy because you think of how many kids, like you, like you know, it's just so there's so many white kids and there's a lot of black kids. They just live completely different lives, completely and every time different. I like hear of another young black kid getting shot and killed. I just always think about how that isn't something white people have to worry about. Yeah. It's the yeah. different environmental stressors. It's two different, completely different realities. Yeah. And it's not like, I don't know what white people like, I don't know why they think like that this is how we are meant to live. Like, they mm-hmm. have, I don't know, they have this idea that this is normal for us. Like, yeah, I keep on saying it in the past episodes, they, they they have this conception that black death is normal. And it's just the saddest thing to see. Like, they've normalized it. I'm sure they look it, at though. that and they're just like, it's yeah. okay. Like, this is another day. Yeah, exactly. It's just like yeah. another kid who just got shot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, black violence has been America since yeah. ever. Yeah. That's very true. Shit. Anybody. For violence white. against black people. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, when people think about. You know, when people bring up black on black crime against like Black Lives Matter, it just doesn't make sense because it's we when we're fighting for black lives, we're fighting for black lives, even if the black lives are being killed by yeah. other black lives. Yeah, it's the same system, yeah. like the same systematic oppression that keeps facts. I didn't even think about it like that. The, like people that keeps people in bad neighborhoods. Like you don't yeah. fund their schools. They have more cops in their schools than they have therapists, and we already know that like mental illness is um, really prevalent in the black community. Yeah, it's 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 it can it's sometimes taboo in the black community a lot of yeah. times, and uh, so you you take a you you give them like one grocery store maybe, and then everywhere else is like corner stores and Facts. whatnot. And, and then you pump, and then you pump you you know you pump drugs into their communities yeah. and the residual effects of that are really lasting. They last for a long time. And they put endless yeah. liquor stores in neighborhoods too. And endless. then you put and then you and then I mean it's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. But it's the same systems that were that allow for George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, all of them for that to happen. Facts. It's just so sad though. Like we really. Like, regardless of the system, it's just so sad to see, like, that we are causing our own death. Like, we know, like, it's sad to see people that will go to a Black Lives Matter protest and then go shoot, you know, someone else just because of a beef. Like, the beefing has to stop. But I also just feel like it's shooting a shoot. Yeah. It's like, on some some level, it's just shooting a shoot. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, it, it's ingrained. Like, that's how a lot of, like, people have had to survive. Like, Facts. Like you, at you, what point do we hold, our like, ourselves accountable? Like, at what point do we say we need to stop ourselves? Fool, that's the question of the decade, fool. Question of the millennium. All right, but, well, 
that's a really difficult question because it's it the ability to change that doesn't I don't think that rests with us right now at this moment. I don't yeah, think we, you know, that's very true. Like you really have to put I mean, you have to have mayors who don't want to just build luxury condominiums that nobody except for white hipster people who are probably like making money off weed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or their parents who can afford that shit. Black people in the like that's black people can really afford luxury apartments like that. Meanwhile, you walk down the street and there's endless people living on the street. Mm-hmm. You know, like why are we building luxury apartments and not housing that people can actually afford without having to spend their entire paycheck on rent? Damn. Like why don't people have enough money for food? Why aren't there any grocery stores in these communities? Like why is there only I'm not sure the amount. I think it I think there's like two grocery stores for all of Ward 8 or 7, I think. Jesus Christ. It's something, it's something like that. Ooh, that's so wild, bro. That's literally half that's of the, the city. <laughs> I'm going to look that up and fact check that, but I know it's a really it's a really small number compared to other words. You know, wow. other words have Whole Foods. You have a Whole Foods by Walls. We have a Whole Foods in Sunny Sound. Facts. Like, even though Whole Foods uses prison labor, so fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I heard about that too. Everybody can just get exposed, bro. We don't For have real. enough time. <laughs> I know. Wait, a quick exposing. Um, I just peeped that like, apparently, like the like the the Wisconsin like school system uses like prison systems to like make their whole campus basically like all like their furniture all done by prison labor. Oh, for real? Yeah, for real. apparently yeah. apparently endless college apparently endless college systems do it though. Like, is the like is the thing, like per, like for profit prisons. Like get these contracts with big ass like college um yeah college systems basically yeah wow I did not know that yeah they just extort prisoners so they can get like the ma- like get the maximum amount in return yeah it's pretty fucked up and then people say slavery is is over it's over slavery. yeah <laughs> what that's yeah, not slavery <laughs> just been reformed it's yeah. it's still slavery yeah. it has a new face Jesus Christ um but yeah um. <laughs> I'll, I'll wrap it up with this one. Yeah. Um, also in Hong Kong, um, recently there was a new uh, criminal law legislation passed um, by China. So a new security law, essentially. So basically they're counting everybody as terrorists. Oh, I heard you know, about that. You yeah. can't wave. You can't show any, like, pro-democracy in anything. Like, they're arresting, like, 15-year-olds, you Vicious. know, 20, like, people just waving their flags you know, um, are getting arrested for terrorism. Like, fool, I have it's... so much respect for them now because they're, they're not letting up, fool. They are not letting up. I have so much respect for but them. But that, that's, that's what this is about. Like, they're saying, like, after the security law, like, it's, it's done. been super quiet. Like, oh. it's just so hard because police can arrest, like, essentially it's saying police can, can arrest you for whatever they want. The, yeah, the, like, Qualificate like what qualifies for arrest is a it's really broad. Yeah, like a lot. It's not specific. Mm. Anything could be. It's just up to the discretion of the of you know. Yeah. The See, but yeah, Hong Kong is really interesting because they're just so organized. Like when they protest, they are yeah, really yeah. That's been really it's because they've been you know protesting for so long. Like yeah, they know like what they're doing by this point. Yeah, it's yeah, just like, crazy. It's like. I mean, sometimes you just, so I took comparative government mm. and it's, you just learn about China and then you see all this shit on the news and it's just like insane. Like it's, yeah, it's just insane. Yep. <laughs> the whole world but is. I did fact check that and yeah, I was right. There's two grocery stores in Olive Ward um, 7 and only one in Ward 8. So that's a crime. What? That's a fucking crime. What? <laughs> and then. And then you're like, well, black on black crime. Well, like black people no. don't have access to healthy food. It's fucking environmental racism right there. Anything, mm. yeah, environment. It, yeah, it's just there's so many. Why? Why is it that around you know really toxic plants, like for example in Louisiana, why is it that black people are always around trash dumps yeah. and toxic plants like that? Because it's environmental racism. Because That's what simple. can black people afford? They can't afford where the white people. They live. afford. They afford what the government wants them to afford, and it's that. Yeah, the government knows where to push them. Yeah, that red line. They know how line. to push them. Yep. All right, let's. Yeah, like, <clears throat> let's. You guys ready to get into this? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, like we were saying before uh, today, our our main topic is um sexual assault allegations that have been happening on the mainly on the DC space base uh, Instagrams. So we've seen a lot of survivors coming out and sharing their stories. Mm. Um, and yeah, so we wanted to take the time to address what has been happening and you know try and learn as much as we can. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, just to begin, um, is there were there any like first impressions or like just first thoughts when you first um, I don't know, like when you first saw like the DC safe space, or like when you first heard of these like majority of these allegations? You know, like what was your what was your kind yeah. of like initial reaction? Because I'm sure like that varies from person to person. Yeah. I was concerned for my friends who've experienced sexual assault and how seeing some. Seeing all of these allegations might make them feel, might trigger them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and like it was, they were having hard days. I was also worried that people would, you know, it, it really, there's so many, obviously, like there's so many issues with sexual assault, but the way it puts the responsibility, I mean, just rape culture is so perverse and so widespread, and it isn't even something that guys often can see, can recognize. Mm-hmm. But the responsibility to protect women doesn't fall, or protect anyone from sexual assault doesn't fall on men or, like, the abusers. It always falls on the The victim to try and protect themselves. And I was worried that people would feel the responsibility to come out with allegations to to warn other girls, because that's what this is really about. This isn't about canceling people. This Mm -hmm. isn't about ruining people's lives. The reality of it is... Their lives won't be ruined. None mm. of them, they, they won't be ruined. They'll be fine. And these people get to go to college. Sucks. And, you know, maybe people in their high school knew that they were creepy and were touchy or were rapists. But people at these new girls at this new college, these new no people, idea. they're not going to know that. Mm. It's, it's about accountability, but it's also about protecting girls. Mm. So I was just worried. I didn't want people to feel like they had to come out because it's an unfair responsibility and your first responsibility is to take care of yourself yeah yeah um yeah so i don't mean i might think my first like kind of reaction was kind of like damn and then like my second reaction was like damn and then my third one was also damn just because i i (laughs) no just because and I'm not trying to make light of like like make light of like if this whole situation and all just because that you know like when I th- when I think of like when you think of like sexual assault or like rape allegations you think of like older people you know yeah um and these are like kids my age you know like these are dudes like we've seen in high school we've pro- you probably passed mm-hmm. somebody like in the hallway so you saw somebody at the party like they're like like I I think yeah that was just kind of like what the 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 biggest shock to me was that these are like people my age you know. And it's kind of like, I, my first question was, at what point did you think this was acceptable, you know? Um, just because some of the stories, man, like, they, they, they just made me so sick. Like, they made me sick yeah. to my stomach just because of how gruesome they were. And I, I mean, I don't These are people that we knew, too. Like. Yeah, like, I, 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 don't, I don't even, I don't even know. I don't know. I'm lost for words, man. Because, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just because I, when, how, how, where do you, how do you get to that point, you know, of, of like physically raping somebody, I I I just I don't understand. I I really didn't understand. Um, I think like for me, like it was just like, cause not to say that I've learned like as much as I need to know, but mm-hmm. like in my four years of high school, I have learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Like coming from Oyster Adams, like <laughs> that school is <laughs> there's a lot of things I needed to learn coming mm-hmm. out from there. Um, but it just made me realize like how much I just wasn't perceiving and how much I wasn't like affected by it. Facts. Cause it just made me like reconsider everything. Like what girls really have to go through every day. Like it, it hurt to see like, because in addition to the safe space account, like it wasn't just that it was a lot of people just coming out and saying, yeah, like I've had a similar mm-hmm. story. And that shit, like, I was like, who I had, you not to no, say I had no idea, mm-hmm. like, because, you know, ignorance is bliss, yeah, is bliss, like, I, it's not as if, 
I didn't need to know, but like, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I didn't wrap my head around that idea. That was like for sure yeah. my initial reaction. The other thing about it is for so many people, at least from Wilson, people around my age um, or in the grades above me, like when I was at Wilson, there were a few mm-hmm. from like Wilson from before I got there or they just like, I didn't know them. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew about a lot of these people. We like these people were known to be creepy mm-hmm. or known to be pushy, mm-hmm. known to be, you know, some person accused another person of touching them. And it was just like the person, the the accused person tried to defend that situation. Mm-hmm. How do you explain that every girl has the has like has knows that you're creepy like how do you explain that many encounters with with girls that leads people to know that you're a creep per, that you're a creepy person or that you're manipulative mm. so yeah it's just so okay so then like in that in that instance right there um you know like you said that that the dude he like the person or the person who was accused like, they, they try to defend themselves, you know? Like, I, I think that's, like, a common trend. It always comes down to yeah. the accuser versus the accused, you know? How do we, how do we, how do we, like, how do we, how would you say, like, how would you suggest people should, like, uh, like steer away from that? Just because I just, I just don't think it's helpful, you know? Because it just becomes into a he says, she says, you know, in that way. I don't know. And I just feel like the victim just always kind of gets the short end of the stick, you know? So how do you, how yeah. would you say, like, people Like, should... even more so, like, how do you, how would you want, like especially guys like to go on you know just how would you want to see them react like react like what should be their place in these situations because personally i had no idea how okay yeah yeah that makes sense personally i would just love it if when people were being accused of these things they didn't just immediately come out to defend themselves Mm. what needs to happen is they you know it isn't it isn't just about you know calling this person out it's also like in a protecting people but the best way to protect other girls is to get this person to change their behavior mm-hmm. so in order for that to happen they have to listen and if you are immediately defending yourself you're, you're not, not listening, listening. Yeah. Yeah. Not listening. Yeah. and it's just like do you want to be known as a person who is manipulative, who always gets what they want, who doesn't take no for an answer, mm-hmm. who is known to be physically, sexually abusive or emotionally abusive. No, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to. I understand the I understand the impulse to defend yourself, but mm-hmm. that you really yeah. have to stop trying to defend yourself. Like stop and think about it. And Listen. Think about your role and what you do. Yeah. Yes. Facts. Facts. Um, so, the, and, then, and also, yeah, also, just one more thing, like, never reach, like, victims don't deserve to be talked to mm-hmm. by, like, uh, if you've been accused, don't talk to the person who is accusing you, because mm-hmm. accusing somebody, I know people, I know a lot of, I, I saw a lot of, you know, anger or annoyance from guys about the fact that people were coming out about it on social media and not mm-hmm. going about it the wrong way. Regardless, that's hard to do. Yeah. It's hard to go on Instagram yeah. and put mm-hmm. so and so did this to me because you want to protect other girls. Like you don't they it's not fair that they have to do that. That they have, that they have to go through what you put them through. Then do that. Because it's embarrassing. It's there's there's an element, there's always a feeling of shame and embarrassment for letting that happen to you. Yeah, of course that's sure. not accurate, but like that is a feeling mm. that so many people feel. They don't deserve to go through that and then you be like well, can you explain to me what happened? Like, can you explain the side of the story? Mm-hmm. No, no. So then, so then, so then, I have I was I have a follow up question. If the person, if the guy generally like doesn't know, you know, so I, I, all right, wait, okay, actually, no, wait, rewind. Are there any instances where there will be like a where there's like a like a gray area, you know, where like a girl looks back and is like, I feel uncomfortable with this looking back now, right? But it was consensual, you know. Like, how did can a, and like it? How can a guy can a guy uh, be like? Can you explain like why you felt or like what happened or like what, what like when you when you felt that way, 
or what made you feel feel that way? You know, like is that an acceptable question right there to ask? Yes. Because if they generally don't, but know, I think you know, it really just on the manner and how. You, mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I just I, I really hate the idea that, like survivors. I don't want to call them victims. I keep mm-hmm. doing that. Survivors of sexual assault. Um, are responsible for educating their abuser. I, I see that completely. Yeah. But it's that doesn't go for everyone. Maybe some, you know, survivors are willing to talk to their abuser. Mm-hmm. But if you're just gonna if you're immediately going onto your Instagram or you're immediately texting them and being like, what the fuck? Like this is a lie. Why do we why would you do mm-hmm. that? Yeah. That's so like that's that's that can be so tricky. Yeah. And it's just it, if you really want to learn, I just don't think you need to go to us. You're the person who victim who you, who you victimized. Mm-hmm. You could go to somebody else, another woman, and then maybe when you've learned a little bit more, you can ask that person, and you can really like let them tell you what how what how what you did made them feel how it was wrong. Mm-hmm. And that has to do with, you know, this concept of restorative justice. And I talked about it at my last Common Ground meeting, which is a club that I run mm-hmm. with two other people. Um, and we were talking about this concept, and it basically, I don't know very much about it, but I it revolves around the, like, concept that when harm has been caused or a crime has been committed, the justice has to center around... Um, that the harm that was caused and the the harmed person Mm -hmm. a lot of times that can look like a conversation between abuser and abused but it isn't so that you know you can defend yourself it's so that the abused person the survivor can tell you how they felt mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah yeah makes sense yeah next uh, uh i was the next thing i was gonna just ask about was so you said you you were saying that um that like you would see people like in your school right and you could tell that they were creepy you know um they just had creepy behavior is like I I know I've talked to a couple people and they people just I don't know I I I don't know how I feel about this yet um but people like think it's dangerous to to hold like rapists and creeps at the same standard you know like we shouldn't be canceling people for being a creep versus being a rapist you know um. So yeah, what is your take on that? I mean, I don't know. Can can I add something? Yeah, to go that? ahead. Say what you guys say. Yeah. Um, more like from what I was trying to understand is like when we create a platform for survivors, or when this platform was created, like you know, for survivors to come out and tell their stories, is it helping? Because this is also a conversation I've had with other people, like trying to understand, like. Is it helpful to other survivors who have been, you know, victim of sexual abuse, sexual assault, if we're holding, like, it seems like there's a very big spectrum of what is happening, like, within, like, the stories of the, of sexual assault on the Safe Space account. Like, sometimes, like, they're all obviously bad, but, you know, we, at, you know, at one end of the spectrum, we see, like, multiple counts of rape. Like, we see that, like, in that terrible and then we see on the other side obviously you know it's still terrible but we're holding it at the same not to say the same like pedestal but like the same we're holding it to the same thing like like in we're the making same it as if it's, yeah. yeah like if it's the same thing and my question is is it dangerous to do that just because would it make that harder for survivors to come out with you know their own stories because it's all kind of getting like jumbled up like, does that make it harder for people? Better question than I No. I think, if anything, it makes it easier for people. Again, everybody has different experiences and different feelings about this and how, you know, everyone might want to go about calling out their abuser a different way. But I think when we think of sexual assault, the, the issue is that sexual assault is already such a broad spectrum. Like, it's anything from you know, touching and, you know, it's, 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 it's a wide spectrum. And, you know, rape is towards the end of the spectrum towards like the most typically violent, Mm -hmm. but in terms of emotional trauma, 
it doesn't, I don't think what happened to you necessarily matters. Because let's say, you know, I was friends with someone. Mm -hmm. A lot of, okay, like a lot of the accounts, it's people who have been friends with these people or, or, or even in a relationship with them. And they've made it clear or they've tried their best to make it clear to the other person that they didn't want to do something, mm -hmm. that they were uncomfortable, that something hurt, that they wanted them to use a condom, that they didn't want to do anything, that they didn't want to be anything beyond friends. Mm -hmm. And rather than just listening to that, a lot of these people, these guys were incredibly manipulative in trying to change their mind. And, you know, if the answer is no, 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 and then you finally get a yes, that's not, that's not consensual. Because mm -hmm. you've manipulated that person into saying yes, because they probably just want to get it the fuck over with yeah. so they can go and never have to do that again. And then it just, you know, you trust, you, you want to trust people to respect your wishes mm -hmm. and to respect your body and to respect what you tell them and your boundaries that you set. And when you don't, that can be emotionally traumatizing. And I don't think that necessarily, I see where people are coming from. I think before there was the safe space account, there was just a list going around. Mm -hmm. And I had an issue with that because that you, you don't, you don't know what they're being accused, accused of. of On deep safe space, you can read through the allegations and you can, you know, make your own judgment. You know what happened. That's you fair. know, at least you you know this, you know the victim side of the story, which is the only side you should be listening to at first. That's you fair. know, you need to listen to that first before I mean, you listen yeah. to the other person and understanding it through the lens of the of like the pervasiveness of rape culture. You have to understand it through that lens. You can't just say, well, this is a one-off. This person is a nice person. Because this isn't behavior that you just do once and you don't stop. Exactly. Or this isn't behavior yeah. that, this is behavior that can, that, you know, depending on, you know, the person, this can escalate. Mm -hmm. They yeah. may, one person might accuse them of just, like, touching them or being, you know, really pushy. Mm -hmm. And another person might have an experience with them that went beyond pushy. Mm -hmm. And into something Far worse. more. Yeah. Yeah. It's just about it's just about accountability is really important. It's also it's about protection and it's about trying to change people's behavior. And I understand, you know, I don't know if this is you can't really change people's behavior by just putting up allegations. But if if people if you know the person is open to being educated and like you know hopefully someone else won't have to go through that very true that goes into what men like how boys are taught about consent like like you know not to give them any excuse but boys i know for a fact like half like half the kids i know growing and more than you know mo most of the boys i did grow up with don't know how you know exactly what consent is and what that actually looks like. Looks like. Yeah. like that's been a gray area so for so long, and we, you know, we have to take it upon ourselves as guys to say that that's our fault because we are deciding not to acknowledge why this is a problem. But at by this point, like, there's like, no excuse. Any, yeah, like. There's, there's no, no excuse, excuse anymore. Like, there was never an excuse, but there's like now, you know, there's what are you yeah. doing? Mm -hmm. Because like, especially like the the thing for me is that like, I mean like I know Nico, we talked about how you said that um that like kind of like this whole DC like safe space it it this like needed to happen just because this was such a like it was an untalked yeah. about like problem that 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 like and I know I I like unlike you I just I just I really just didn't even know fool that like most like most of our friends that were girls like. Just the harassment that they face, like every day, fool. Like, yeah, like it's day, it's every man. day. Like, and I'm it's, sure, I'm sure, Anna. I mean, Anna, you can you can attest to that. Like every day. I mean, since middle school, I think the first time I was catcalled was I was like twelve. I had Ooh, like, like I had no body, you know. I had no body, and you think that pedophiles are just people you see 
you know, like in these TV shows and like yeah, it's, it's, well, it's not common. Yeah. It's so yeah. common because I was 12 years old and getting catcalled by grown ass men. Yeah, that's sick. And, you know, I never understood why my mom didn't want me to wear crop tops mm-hmm. or wear short shorts. Now I understand it and I, it just sucks because sometimes I will want to wear something mm-hmm. and I'll just weigh wearing that outfit and feeling cute with being incredibly uncomfortable mm-hmm. when I'm outside. Because mm-hmm. it's just walking to school. I mean, I've been outside of like, I remember I was walking one time and a bunch of guys started biking and just one of them decided to slap my ass. Ooh, and it's not like fuck? a big, it's not like, it's not, you know, it's not a, it's a big deal. And I don't want to say it isn't, but it's a lot of people would shrug that off. A lot of people would just say, oh, well, he just slapped your ass. Like, you're, you're fine. But that's, that's so sad. I was like, 15. Yeah. And it's, really, I don't think he was, I don't think he was older than like 20. Just thought that that was okay. So the issue is that girls and guys aren't being taught about consent. Because like Eli, you mentioned earlier, what if you have an experience and you're looking back? Mm-hmm. The issue is that a lot of times you don't know that that's wrong. wrong yeah. You know it doesn't feel right, but you can't articulate why that's wrong because you aren't you haven't been educated on consent. Facts. So I think when we're talking about like, obviously there's just no excuse for it anymore. But when we're talking about education, it's not really productive to place fault on this is men's fault this is women's fault because it's it's a faulty education system and i'm glad you said that yeah it mm. doesn't value important things when we learn about when we learn about sex it's just about how to prevent yourself from getting pregnant, pregnant yeah or like se and stuff it's, like that yeah. but like sex you know i think we're living in a time where we can talk about how like sex is supposed to feel good like it's supposed to be fun mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be Something where you can tell the guy when something doesn't feel right mm-hmm. or, you know, vice versa. But that isn't the way we're being taught. And people just accept things or they learn from porn, which is fucking terrible because... That's dangerous, bro. Yeah. That is so dangerous. dangerous. So you, you, like, don't teach these kids and then you, you leave them... We live in internet. You, like, we, okay, I said we live in the internet and I was going to say that sounds wrong, but, like, it, we do. No, we basically do, yeah. We do. So they're not. They're you either teach people correctly, or they're gonna learn. Society's gonna teach them. Porn's gonna teach them. Their friends are gonna teach them. And we're just Behavior gonna keep that, saying, they, that yeah. they see is gonna teach them. And we'll just keep seeing the same cycle over and over again. Like if mm-hmm. if it, if it, if it ends up being like that, you know, like nobody's gonna learn. Cause like what people like what kids watch that shit is just fucking trash. Like like again, I mean like I know like for example, I know we were watching like Super Bad the other day, Nico, and like. It was just like a part where where uh where the girl was like where the girl was trying to like hook up with like the nerdy dude at the end of the movie or like um at the party yeah. and he was like no I can't like she's super drunk and she was like we'll just get drunk too then that way like that way it's okay like that way it's okay and it's like, like it's like full like, like no I was like what? oh oh, oh? <laughs> yeah, I was like insane. like little kids be watching shit like this like and that's like I mean, just how so they think that works that constitute as rape and that constitutes as rape. In my opinion, that constitutes as rape because you are knowingly doing something to have sex with somebody who is unable to give consent. It's the same thing as like when you, when, you know, it's happened to me, it's happened to my friends. You ask a guy to put on a condom, Mm -hmm. they do, and it breaks Mm -hmm. or it slips off. That is fucking rape because I didn't consent. My friends didn't consent to having sex, unprotected sex yeah. without to, with having with to having unprotected sex, and that's risky. It's not like you know, even if you're on birth control or yeah. you're not on birth control, you could still get an STD. Well, I've never heard of that. People actually boys do are that. people really do that because there's there's so sex is not about the girl; it's about the male's pleasure or the yeah. abuser's pleasure. Again, like women can also be abusers, but. That's the team. That's kind of a little. That's a separate question. Um. Yeah. It's just. No, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, people do that. People do that. My question is like, at what point do we draw the line between, you know, this is something that 
people need to be educated on and this is just a bad person like you know i used to think there was no like real bad people but no i'm sorry like at this people. point there's there some terrible people there's in some world. evil ass every people every single boy on that account if the allegations are true and i believe they are terrible terrible human beings so at what point do we draw that line then at what point do we say not now not yet we don't draw that line yet because we're still young the sad part is like these are young kids that we're like we're fucking kids yeah we're talking about kids here end of the day kids who've been educated by porn by shitty ass by a shitty ass fucking education system shitty movies Shitty movies. Shitty songs. Yeah, like three six. Did y'all watch three three hundred? Three six. Oh my god! It was trash. It was trash. It was terrible. Like I'm not gonna lie, the sex scenes were good, but no, Netflix literally just produced porn. Right? They said fuck it. Netflix Netflix said, I know we're fighting for Black Lives Matter, but like women, I know. Shut the fuck. (laughs) That's what they said. Fool. I I don't know. If you have a movie, it's just completely misogynistic. It's a toxic the relationship. guy thinks that he is entitled to this woman. He kidnaps he, he, her. He kidnaps her. So okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets. Sh- so this is this is this is kind of like a little short plot summary. Yeah, he gets shot, alert. and in his dream, as he's dying, <laughs> he sees the face of a woman. He finds this woman out of you know because that's that's whatever that's real, <laughs> and he kidnaps her, and he's like. He's Italian. Come here, baby girl. (laughs) Essentially. I'll give you a year. You have a year to fall in love with me. (laughs) Fall in love with me, I'll take you back. But basically, that's um, Stockholm Syndrome, because she ends up getting pregnant by him. She's like, oh, my God. Like, he... He like he's like I'm not gonna touch you unless you want me to. But then he like locks her up. Yeah. He her. Yeah. He, exactly. He's like, oh, I'm gonna. Sh- oh, you don't want to have sex with me? Well, I'm gonna show you what you're missing. What you're missing. Yo, that and was that's vicious. Manipulation. That's manipulation. That's what people 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 do that. Like ah. it's a movie, but people do that. People will say, I don't know. I've never heard someone say some shit like that. That's definitely some movie shit. To just do that. But people will say, "Well, I'm. This is this is what being a good girlfriend means. You have to do this. You don't want to be. You don't want me to break up with you, do you? Uh, Shit like that. Manipulation. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that movie was a fucking terrible. It was fucking terrible. Facts. I agree. I rated uh, zero out of five stars. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's a cool zero. People are attracted um, to it because it's wrong. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not supporting 365, boycotted anti-365. But it's a fan. I know that that's something that like people fantasize because violent porn searches are like kind of. I think they're like, I don't know what exactly the ranking is, but they're really up there for like the way that they've risen in popularity, risen in popularity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. risen like in violence. popularity recently in these past years. Like violence porn. That's- yeah, like oh, like rape porn stuff like that. That's weird. Yeah, all that shit. And I'm not saying that's bad, but yeah, because people have fetishes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. If if you and your partner, that's what you want to do, then do that shit. Have fun. Go you. Facts, but don't force it on anybody else, yeah, especially if it's unwanted. Yeah, and it's like ask. It's yeah, so. It's I, literally. Yeah. I, I just don't understand how much more attractive you become when you. Ask us for consent. Does this feel good? Are you okay? Like, do you want to do this? When you check up during sex, consent isn't just like because cons- consent can change in the during the course of sex. sex. Maybe the sex starts to hurt and you say stop and they don't stop. Now that's become rape. Yeah, that's, that's actually issue. become rape. In other situations like that, so rape consent can change. So you have to ask. You have to check up, and that's something that like is so attractive. To girls, and it fucking sucks that that's attractive. Mm-hmm. That that's yeah. what, like they're like, oh my god, wow, this guy, like he's so nice because he's making sure I'm fucking okay, and I I want to ha- like that. He's just making sure he's not raping me, basically. The whole consent like, like idea is just thinking, oh, mm, the standards oh. are that low for <laughs> yeah. us, bro. The like, standards are so fucking low for guys, bro. You guys should be embarrassed. The standards are so low, bro. 
Really? Jesus. If, if you're not a rapist, like, great. Congrats. Thank I you. I know. Like, fuck. That's crazy. Like, doing a cookie? Yeah. You're doing what you're supposed to? What? Like, yeah. yeah. It's just... It's such... Mm. Uh, it's such a big issue. Um... And then uh, uh, I, vote, I also have a real quick question. Um, what do you think about like the so? What differences do you see in the narrative of sexual assaults when it comes to black women and, and white women? I was hoping that you would bring yeah, this yeah, up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so I think we have to pref- like contextualize this by talking about the Me Too movement mm-hmm. and how fucked up it was. Mm-hmm. It was so fucked up because it was it was co-opted i don't i don't know i know there was like multiple different women of color and black women or i think there was like one black woman on the like organization of that um movement but it was certainly co-opted by white women who were talking about you know hollywood mm-hmm. like white women are the majority in hollywood and certainly more, more than black Black women, they have the 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 stakes aren't the same for black and white women. And when Me Too movement was the thing, the problem was the movement, which was run by white feminists, mm-hmm. tried to separate racism from from sexism when it came to black indigenous women of color. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't separate the isms. The isms, all of the isms. Racism, homophobia, you know, transphobia, fatphobia, all of the fucking isms. Mm. They work together. You can't separate them. If you have, if you're black and you're a woman, that blackness is going to put you, that blackness is going to work together with the, uh, with the oppression of being a woman. And you can't, you can't look at sexual assault through the same lens mm. that you look through you can't look at black women and sexual assault through the same lens that you look at sexual assault against white women. And right now I'm not sure I haven't, a lot of the allegations are anonymous. Mm -hmm. A lot of the guys are white. I'm thinking that this doesn't feel like an inclusive movement. This doesn't feel inclusive of black. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This doesn't feel inclusive of black people. The, The me too movement was not inclusive of black people. And I hope this isn't like me too too, mm. you know. <laughs> me too too. Uh-huh. No, I don't I don't I really hope that's not it because then if it is, then you know, white women will get to say their piece. White women, you know, it'll be a conversation between white men and women. Mm-hmm. But black people will be left out of that conversation. People other uh, people of color, other people of color will be left out of that conversation. And do you think that conversation has to change, like, within the Black community? Like, yes. would there have to be a different type of conversation that we've had, like, that would have to, like, you know, be had? Because, right, like you're saying, like, there's a big difference in this situation. So, like, how would, how would that look different? Like, how would we have to approach that differently? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. Hmm. Can you say it one more time? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just... <laughs> like, like, are you saying, like, we would have to approach, like, that narrative of sexual assault within the Black community? Like, would we have to approach that differently than from, you know, how the Me Too movement happened? How, yeah. you know... I mean... That, yeah. Like, white people don't need to be a part of the conversation of sexual assault within the Black community. So right now, this movement this you know this sudden this wave of sexual allegations sexual assault allegations Mm -hmm. i don't think i don't think you know i obviously cannot speak for you know the black community as a whole Mm -hmm. but i can't really imagine that a lot of black people want to have this conversation that's being had like having the same conversation as being had between with a lot of white people i don't know No, that that's definitely I true. Guess, I think a lot of times when you add when white people are a part of the mix already, the it's really easy for them to co-opt the conversation. Mm. So certainly, I think that this conversation there needs to be a different way. Like I don't, yeah, 
like there needs to be a separate conversation. It needs to be started by by black people, I think. Facts. Yeah. And the first. Yeah. The f- yeah. Yeah. The first speaking point is: Can we respect black women? Please, thank you. Um, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. And all black women, just the light skinned black women. All black women. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. We talked about that last episode, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, before we step, um, just as a guy, like what? Oh, can... wait, wait, I have. Oh, you have something? Go ahead. Say what you guys say, my brother. My, my bad. One more question. One more question. Okay. So this is this is something that's also been on my mind that I've been thinking about. So as a black man, like as we look, because you know we are in white man's world. We're still we're breaking out of it, but we're still in white man's world. When you look at stuff like, you know, the Central Park Five, and you look at stuff of, like, you know, white women accusing black men of things and their whole lives being... Emmett Till. How do we... Emmett Till, yeah. Emmett Till, like, how do we approach that, you know, you know, like, it's, it's, it's so complex, and not to take away from how bad sexual assault is in the black community, because that's something we do have to recognize, but how do we navigate... And I don't know, you know, I don't know if anybody has this answer, but how do we navigate, you know, accusations of sexual assault? Like, what I already have in my head, like, is, like, when I was younger, what I already had in my head, if a black man was getting accused, is he's innocent, like, free him. Like, that's what would go through my head, just because I'm used to the idea of thinking, you know, we are the oppressed. I mean, yeah, that that reaction is completely warranted when you live in a country that doesn't just see you as as inferior, but as a threat and as guilty. Facts. Doesn't matter what you're being accused of. You're black. You're guilty, and you're gonna even if you're not even if you're not guilty, you're gonna face harsher penalties than a white person being charged with the same thing, doing the same thing. You're going to be, your your punishment is going to be harsher somehow. So that is a, that is a, that is a valid reaction. I, it is, like you said, it's such a layered, complex issue. So many layers to it. So many things that work in play. Because you have, you're dealing with the concept of white womanhood against black men. And that's constantly, that's just a con. I mean, white womanhood has to be recognized mm-hmm. as something like I don't think I don't I don't think people talk about white womanhood a lot, and the way that a lot of white women, you know, grow up knowing that it just takes a scream. They just have to make a scene. They just have to Facts. call the cops and say, "I'm a white woman, and this black man is attacking me." Amy Cooper, right? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's something to think about. It it certainly crosses my mind, but Ooh. it goes back to you know we're looking at a situation from the outside, and we only have the victim side of the story. I mean, the survivor side of the story. Excuse me. Or the um, abuser side of the story, our initial reaction it has to be to believe the victim. Mm. And I understand, of course, I understand the the well, you know, she's a white woman, I'm a black man. But I've also I've heard people bring that up when only when they're being accused of sexual assault. Facts. So it bring it makes me question. The authenticity of that fucking sorry, that sounds so fucking pretentious right now. It makes me <laughs> no, question. Make sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes me question. How much was that a concern for you, or is that just something you're saying? Because mm. it's it's you know, uh, I've heard from m- multiple boys that they you know they get accused from it's happened. I've heard it that they you know they get accused of sexual assault and then then they bring up their own experiences with sexual assault to be like. Well, I would never do that because it's been done to me. 
or I have friends who are sexual have been sexually assaulted, and it personally pains me mm-hmm. when that happens. Nick, no, the fuck, it doesn't personally pain you yeah. if you're out here doing it to other people. Yeah, I'm. And I, sorry, but if the only time you're talking about sexual assault, whether it's happened to you, whether it's happened to other people around you, if you're only bringing it up to say. Well, I couldn't do this because this. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna trust that at all. Uh, yeah. That's maybe you're like, maybe you're like, oh my god, I know people who've been, or like, I've, I know people who've been sexually assaulted. I didn't realize that this was, for just example, like, I didn't realize that this was sexual assault. I'm so sorry. Rather than being like, oh well, I couldn't possibly be responsible because. Mm-hmm. That happens to that's like being like, Well, I'm not racist, I have a black friend. Yeah, I was gonna say, people use yeah, people, people like the same excuse, the n word with your black friend. Hmm. People use the same excuse, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, moral of the story is to apologize first, regardless. Don't bring up excuses, yeah. yeah. I, I honestly, I don't even think an apology comes first because I don't want an apology from someone who's just apologizing to rid their guilt, like to rid themselves of a guilty conscience. I want you to understand why you're apologizing to me. I want you to actually be fucking sorry. I don't want an apology right off the bat. I don't want shit from you. I don't want you to say shit. I want you to shut up and I want you to listen. And only when you are, you have an understanding, you know that you fucked up and you you caused someone harm and you understand why and how you caused that person harm only then i do i think an apology is acceptable fair or should be accepted yeah and if you're apologizing for forgiveness just understand that forgiveness isn't about you forgiveness is about the other person letting go of the anger not the trauma, because the trauma never leaves, but the anger and other emotions that come with what you fucking did to them. So That's it's right. never about, like, don't apologize just to say you apologize or you fucking reached out or, you know, you begged to be forgiven. Like, fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. It's not needed. That's not productive. That's not, you're not, you're not learning shit. And that's the issue with our justice system is we just put people away and they, they don't, don't learn anything. Yeah. They're not rehabilitating. They don't learn any yeah. skills. They're not rehabilitated. You just throw them out, and, and they, they just come out, and they have away. less options to jobs. Yeah, exactly. And they've got a fucking record. Mm. Or, or you know, shit like that. It's just so, it's just, it's fucking America KKK. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Like, when we're celebrating 4th of July, that's what the fuck we're celebrating. Base, yeah, yeah. The flag. Nico, you got anything else to ask? Um, no, not really. Oh, we were going to talk about cancel culture. We can do that really quickly. Yeah. I mean, just relating. So what I was thinking about was how can we take these movements, like, you know, movements against races like anti-racism and anti-sexism, anti-sexual you know, assault and all that. Can we like equate those like can we like when it comes to canceling people and you know calling people out can we put those on like does that pro like that i don't know does that process look the same like if we look at what happened with sky jackson and the kid like the kid that said you know some yeah <laughs> what was i don't even know he commented on her that. picture guacamole nigger penis and she doxed <laughs> <laughs> and, and she got like and like her whole, his whole family, you know, they, everybody lost their job. Yeah, like her, his and parents lost their jobs and shit. She doxxed them for, she really caught yeah. them lacking. But I have no remorse, though, is the whole kill, though. Like, I don't feel bad at all. See, so, but that's the thing, yeah. though. But yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. remorse for okay. that. But would you feel remorse if it was, you know, for something about, like and I, I I don't think you can equate like a comment on an Instagram post to, to something, something related else. to sexual assault. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Like, can you do you do it the same way? Like, do would we feel the same way? Is my question. Like, it, should that be treated the same way? 
Um, should, maybe, are they? No. no yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. They're not. They Maybe they should be, but they aren't. And it's because people have a more unified understanding of racism. Mm-hmm. That's true. And the extent of That's racism. Like, you know, every, yeah. like, uh, like, I'm... Every like more men are hate racism than they understand about sexual, sexual assault. assault. On God, so, that's very yeah. true. Very very true. So, I see. You oh. know, yeah, it's not true the same. But cancel culture, I think it's kind of a double edged sword. Yeah. On one hand, I've seen people get canceled for you know we like for. Um, I don't know. You like you just celebrities occasionally get canceled because of old ass tweets that they put out, racist mm-hmm. tweets. That's fucked up. Okay. Well, hold on. I think I'm changing my mind as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole Shane Dawson, the whole Shane Dawson thing, or like Jenna Marbles. So I was thinking more about Sabrina Claudio, Claudia, whatever. Yeah, that what I never listened to her. Um, I wasn't really that. I'm. I'm not really like super hip to like the whole fucking situation. Mm-hmm. My understanding is that she had some racist ass tweets from at least five years ago. Mm-hmm. Like quite. Like I think it was like close to ten years ago that those. I might be wrong, but mm-hmm. I know it was a good set of years. And then she was canceled for that. Um, I was thinking more about that. But honestly, I don't think it's a double edged sword now that I see. It. You know, talking about it because I think what it boils down to again is accountability. So, she, Sabrina Claudio, Claudia, whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. she might not have ever been accountable. She not she might never have been held accountable for those racist tweets in the past. And maybe she's changed, but she still deserves to be held accountable for her past mm-hmm. actions. Just changing doesn't excuse racist did. behavior, sexist remarks, pedoph pedophiliac. Mm-hmm. Pedophilia as fuck statements mm-hmm. by Shane Dawson. Like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I, I think, I think now that I'm saying it, like when you said it doesn't matter because if you were never held accountable for it, if there's no like, because how can you, how can you grow? I know, like, it's you, you can grow on your own, but if you've ever been held accountable for something, how is your behavior gonna change? Yeah, yeah. You don't understand why what you, you do don't recognize it. Yeah, right. So I think, like, another thing about it is, like, Sabrina Claudio, um, she's still making music. She's still making money. Mm-hmm. Like, even if a few people stopped listening to her music and canceled her, she's still fine. Sucks. And then people think of cancel culture as, like, it ruins your fucking life. But um, these people are still good. This yeah. Brown fucking beat up Rihanna. He was never he been canceled, money. and he's still making mm-hmm. money. Damn. He really you did know? that. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, and with, and with Shane Dawson... Ugh. That's a whole. I'm sorry. I, just, I think about Shane Dawson. I'm like, oh, he just looks like a sweaty lump. He looks like Ron Weasley. <laughs> he's just fucking disgusting, and he, you know, he was fucking racist. The racist remark came out of his mouth like that. I never yeah, yeah. watched his videos. I, I never watched him either. Yeah. It's like there's just one. It's a Betty Crocker little cake mix. There's an p- image of a black girl. She's got natural hair. She's mm-hmm. darker than Jesus. So her hair is a little bit like coarser, mm-hmm. um, more on the four, you know, A, four C, C, C uh, four, uh-huh. Yeah. And his girlfriend or whatever girl is there, she's like, oh, this looks disgusting. And he's like, the only thing that looks nasty is that little black girl's hair on the box. Uh, like, I'm sorry, sir. That came out your mouth really fucking quick. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. He's laughing about, and I'm sorry, like trigger warning for this, but like, he was laughing about a, an infant baby who died after being raped. Nick, you're laughing about that? He tried to justify he tried to justify his behavior as shock value. Like he said it to be crazy. That what? Um shock value? You could have just been like, you could have just farted on the air or something. I don't know. You could have done something. <laughs> you you went from you like how did we get from shock value to I'm gonna make jokes about kids being raped? He called a six year old sexy. Yeah, he was he reckless, wasn't up, he? Mm. Child, he looked up naked baby 
Like his justification for pedophilia is that oh well it's a fetish so like. Oh yeah, to... I heard about that. Uh, what? That is, he's a character fool. There's some. I'm sorry, that, but that fetish involves underage people who can't consent to having sex. And I'm sorry, like even if you're, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio is old as fuck and his girlfriend's 21. That's 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 pedophile shit. <laughs> Why are you so no, attracted to it, it is pedophile shit. Respect. Like, I know people, yeah. like, guys are like, oh, like, Hugh Hefner type shit. Like, uh, oh, I love... The but that's, that's perpetuating pedophilia. Yeah. Like, that's pedophilia. Yeah. That's just ingrained in it's the culture. Legal. Yeah, that's why... It's I... legal, but that doesn't make that shit not weird. Bro, like, if, you... I'm, if I'm 48, mm-hmm. my girl, my, my daughter's boyfriend is 48... I have a fucking problem. Yeah, that's an issue. <laughs> I well, have a fucking problem. But the, but the whole time though, that's like that's like that's like uh that's like Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa, whatever his name is. You know, like he's like he's only like four years older than um than than Zoe Kravitz. You know, like like he's only like she's like, like he's only like four seven like no no more than like they definitely could have been in high school together type shit or they could have been in elementary school together type shit. Crazy. Right. Right. fucking like. I mean, Wait, I didn't know that. Lisa Momoa looks, and Lisa Lisa Monet, she looks. I mean, she looks good. Yeah, great. yeah, she looks great. Yeah, <laughs> but that's weird. That's fucking weird. But yeah, mm. crazy. Yeah. Um, so that's gonna wrap it up for today's episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you all for listening. Like we said, this is our last episode of season one. Well, we're gonna yes, be coming sir. back very soon. We won't Can be gone that long. This episode was an hour, an hour, a couple, some minutes. Yeah, so thank you guys for sticking around if you guys made it to the end. And I expect I, all you boys to have stayed. Yeah, for around. real. Every single guy needs to be listening to this. Um, so if you're a dude, share this to your friend just because you like, we, 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 the, our, our purpose was to ask the questions that you were essentially too afraid to ask. Um, and Anna very yeah. politely and very articulately explained it to us. So go mm-hmm. ahead and take your chance to listen. You know, um, Just learn. And then, and thank again, you, yeah. yeah, thank you, Anna, for coming um, on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I just want to shout out my club, Common Ground. We host it um, every other Friday, so we won't be having it next Friday, but we'll be having it the, let me look at my calendar real quick. We'll be having it the 17th of July. We have it over Zoom. We just talk about, you know, current events, issues, shit like that. Uh, you can follow that account. You can follow that club on Instagram at www.hs. Common ground. <laughs> I feel like a podcaster. Like you know, I can do that right now. <laughs> but yeah, go follow that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. No problem. Thank and you. If y'all have any questions, concerns, anything y'all want to tell us, please feel free. We're still learning. I'm trying to learn as much as we can. So yeah, thank y'all yep. for everything. And we will be back. And this has been season one of Two Mo's and a Mic. Two Mo's and a Mic.